from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is 95X. WXRO, Beaverdam, Wapon, and Watertown. A good karma brand's radio station. Wake up with 95X. Do you know what today is? Today is Juneteenth. Juneteenth. <gasps> oh, happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. You know what else I just realized? It's showtime. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. I hope everybody had a great uh, Father's Day weekend. Um, it was perfect. It was an absolutely, from a weather standpoint, absolutely perfect weekend. And and from a standpoint of fun for me, uh, funnest week, most fun weekend of the entire year. Nice long bike ride, getting together with family, good food. Yep. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Hope everybody had a chance. Sat out a lot yesterday, all day long. That's what felt so wonderful. Nice little breeze. Not going to be doing a lot of sitting out, I don't think, uh, in the next couple days, because it is going to be getting hot, folks. Get ready, batten down the hatches, because it's going to be a warm one the next two days. Come on, Harry, we want to say... Well, as you can imagine, folks, it's going to be a super, super busy week uh, here in Radioland. The Good Karma Branch John Moser Children's Radiothon is going to be taking place this Thursday, starting at 6 a.m., Goes all the way till Friday morning at 9 a.m. And along the way, not one, but two brat fries. Yeah. Going to be brat frying it up for the Children's Radiothon on Thursday. It'll be in the Tower parking lot right behind uh, American Bank. And then on Friday, we're heading over to Columbus for the first time, uh, Countryside Ford. So, busy week. Super, 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 super busy week. But then again, it's summertime in Wisconsin, and we jam everything we possibly can into just a real short window. By the way, summer officially starts what? Like later today or tomorrow morning? Something like that? Yeah, it's either today or tomorrow. But then after tomorrow, I hate to be the bummer to tell you this, days do get shorter. I mean, they start to, you know, a minute here, minute there kind of a thing. So don't be surprised today and tomorrow, the sun to be up a real, real long time. Pull those big shades closed if you go to bed early like I do, because, yeah, the light's going to be pouring in the windows probably till about probably 9.15, 9.30. There's still going to be light coming through those windows. Coming up, we'll check that South Central Wisconsin weather forecast and bring you more of today's best music from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios and streaming live on DailyDodge.com. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios and streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. Well, I'll tell you what, the coffee always tastes uh, really good early in the morning. And a great weekend means that um, you maybe enjoyed some coffee, like for Father's Day. Just do me one favor when it comes to coffee. Do not drink any before you go shopping. No coffee before you go shopping, Ninja. None. Okay. Reason being, you spend more money. Hmm. You might say, what? How does that work? Well, a new study found that you will spend more money if you drink coffee. Researchers offered 300 people a free drink while they shopped. Each person got a cup and could choose between coffee decaf coffee, or water. 
Well, half of the people chose coffee. And by the end, the coffee drinkers had spent 50% more money and bought 30% more stuff. They think it's because caffeine makes us more energetic, more impulsive. And this seems to back that up. The people who drank coffee tended to buy far more non-essential items than they really needed. In other words, all impulse purchases. That's interesting. The tie between caffeine and impulse purchases. You have to admit, now it makes sense. When you walk into like a Target and they have a Starbucks Starbucks right right there. there, yeah. And there have been plenty of times I've been there, and the wife's like, well, let's get a coffee before we shop. Well, maybe I should tell her to hold off till the end now. Right. Make it a reward for not spending too much money. That's a, that's actually a brilliant idea. You, I mean, when I was growing up, I never needed to walk around a store carrying something to drink. No. I was able to do my shopping without drinking any coffee or any water or anything else. Right. I know. I know it sounds archaic. But somehow, I was able to get through. I know my kids still give me funny looks because I'm a fan of, if I say I'm going for just one or two items, like, oh, all I need is a carton of eggs, a loaf of bread, and some milk. I won't grab a cart. I won't grab one of those little baskets. I'll just go grab it with my hands. And they're like, well, why don't you want a cart? I'm like, because if I have a cart, I have space to put impulse buys. Right. In this case, I can only put what I can carry. So that definitely helps. But, uh, yeah, I mean, all around, I never really thought there'd be a connection there with the coffee and the caffeine. But uh, you're right. We never needed it before. So I think we could go without it now. Yeah, I grew up. I grew up going to. I remember as a little kid going to the store with my mom. And I'd see a cereal and go, oh, mom, can I have that? No. And then every once in a while she'd go, okay, you can have that. Mm -hmm. But. She never walked into the store carrying a cup of coffee. I never had to have, like, a bottle of water. Now, we take our water with us everywhere we go, right? Right. I mean, heck, the other day, I literally went to Menards and had my water bottle with me. <laughs> and I, and upon further review, I'm like, seriously, dude, you cannot tell me that from your house to Menards, you're going to get so quenched for thirst that you need to have a drink of water. But I think uh, now, as a people, we are becoming... And I don't know how it took this long, but we were becoming much more aware of how important it is to stay properly hydrated. Right. And I get that. But, I mean, we might we might be taking it to the next level. Yeah, we probably we are. We probably are taking it to the next level anyways. We're going to get to Ninja's news coming up. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Pdentist.com. Wake up with 95X. Hello, good morning, good morning. Gets me up, top of the morning to everybody. Good morning to you all. Today's best music, 95X. We head back over to the Daily Dodge News Center once again, and Justin Wilski's in with Look at News today. Justin? A 14-year-old's body was recovered from a pond in Jefferson County yesterday morning. The young male swimmer went under the water just before 7 p.m. Saturday at Nature's Villa in the town of Sullivan and could not be located. A number of fire and EMS agencies, including from Beaverdam and Watertown, aided in the search until nightfall conditions set in. The search resumed yesterday morning, and the boy's body was found around 8.30 a.m. 
A Wapan man died in a motorcycle crash Friday evening. The driver was heading south on Savage Road in the township of Wapan around 6.30 p.m. when he crossed the center line and overcorrected. This caused the bike to enter the west ditch and overturn multiple times. The 69-year-old motorcyclist was pronounced dead at the scene. Authorities say he was not wearing a helmet. And a Kiwaska man was seriously injured in a rollover crash in the township of Auburn Saturday night. Fond du Lac County Sheriff's deputies were called to Highway 45 south of State Highway 67 just after 9.20 p.m. The investigation showed that the 39-year-old driver was heading south on 45 when he lost control, went left of center, and entered the East Ditch. The vehicle rolled and came to a rest on its wheels. The operator was pinned and was extricated before being flown to Freighter Hospital in Milwaukee. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Uh, Justin, what a perfect weekend. Yeah, it was beautiful. I mean, I, I don't know any other way of describing it other than perfect. Um, yesterday was just a absolutely lovely Father's Day, sitting, mm-hmm. sat on the deck the entire time yesterday afternoon. Um, you know, enjoyed, obviously, family and... As you should. Some beverages and some good food and all that kind of stuff. How about you? Yeah, uh, my kids were great. They uh, they each took a meal and made a meal yesterday, uh, which was kind of cool. Um, and each put their own little flair on it, which was nice as well. Sure. And uh, the evening culminated with me sitting on my porch, watching the world go by and just relaxing with uh, a glass of port. There you go. And uh, my wife had picked me up some new uh, bourbon infused pipe tobacco. So. Oh. It was a nice little relaxing evening. Yeah, we um, on Saturday I went for my son-in-law, asked me if I wanted to go for a bike ride with him and his dad. That's right. In the Madison yeah. area. And so we, we put in 25 miles wow. on Saturday. And um, my legs are used to 12 miles. Mm-hmm. I, I got to the final three miles. I was doing great. And there was some hills to take care of at the very end. And at one point, I had to stand up, and my quad said, no, you're not. You're done standing up. And they were quite abrupt about it. And so I'm like, okay. So I dropped it all the way as low as it would go in the gears and made my way slowly to the top of the hill. I've never had that happen before. My quads literally just locked up and said, no, you're done. I I get it. I get it. But... Quite a bit of a difference between 12 and 25. So. Right, right. And, and like I say, the course was, my son-in-law's course has got a, a few more hills in it. Uh, but it's the easiest way to leave his house and go someplace. So then we enjoyed a little uh, dinner, and then he's like, hey, I want to run out to the great day, and I want to take you and my dad out for a beer. Well, so hey. he took us out and sat on the patio and had a beer. So Nothing yeah, it was nice. Then yesterday, obviously, just enjoyed the great outdoors. Uh, I don't know how much we're going to be enjoying the great outdoors in the next two days, though. Today and tomorrow are going to be really hot. So kind of keep that in the back of your mind, Mm -hmm. folks. Uh, You are going to be... I don't mind the heat, but it's not going to be as pleasant as what it was this past weekend. Right. And make sure pets and young children are not left in cars. Correct. Bottom line is just let's let's be safe out there. Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. For today, look for lots of sunshine on the hot side with highs in the lower 90s. Then for tonight, mostly clear, low of 70. Another hot day in store for your Tuesday, working up to 94. Chance for storms Tuesday night, 67. Wednesday, not as hot, back to 84. 
I'm meteorologist Michael Caron, your home for today's best music, 95X, currently 60 degrees. Entertaining. Entertaining. Or extra wacky. You're having a psychotic episode. That automatically puts me in charge. You'll hear it right here. It's the Morning Trifecta from 95X. All right, let's get to your morning trifecta stories that are making the rounds today. Decades high inflation is changing U.S. consumer grocery habits. I'm sure you could find that out locally. This story comes from CNN where Kroger, the nation's largest grocery store chain, said on Thursday that budget-constrained shoppers... We're buying fewer items in the store, instead going for Kroger's cheaper store brands instead of name brands, and switching from beef to pork. Quote, rising inflation has consumers rethinking their shopping and eating habits, says the CEO. We are seeing different shopping behaviors based on how individual customers are experiencing the current inflationary environment. Kroger's is the latest major chain to highlight consumer shifts in response to rising prices for food, gas, rent, and other goods. Record gas prices drove inflation to 8.6 for 12 months, ending in May. The typical U.S. household is spending about $460 more every month than they did last year just to purchase the same basket of goods and services. Yikes. Americans gained a new federal holiday last year, Juneteenth. This year, the holiday, which commemorates the end of slavery in the United States, falls on Sunday, which was yesterday, but observed today. Now, what does this all mean? Well, the reason I bring this up is the Friday that we had before the weekend clocked in as the most popular air travel day of 2022. You heard right, this past Friday. And it's bad, bad enough that we had so many cancellations of flights. The surge in numbers were horrible, and we're talking about nearly 9,000 flights delayed within the U.S. on Friday. Another 1,500 flights were canceled. In all, more than 3,200 flights were canceled between Friday and Sunday. More than 850 flights on Saturday and 900 more yesterday. By the way, when you look back at Memorial Day weekend, which was just a few weekends ago, about 2,700 flights were canceled. I mean, we're talking about, you can you can just go ahead and think of all the different things that are going on. Rough weather, staff shortages, and one expert says there's even been infrastructure changes that have caused them to get way behind. And here we go. Look at this. We've got senators working together. A group of U.S. senators, including West Virginia's Joe Manchin, have introduced a bill that would require federal governments to buy only American flags that are produced entirely in America. According to a release from Manchin, as of now, the federal government can purchase flags that contain only 50% American-made materials. Data from the U.S. Department of Commerce and the U.S. Census says that in 2015, the U.S. imported 4.4 million worth of flags, with 4 million of those imported from China. In 2017, the U.S. imported 10 million American flags. All but 50,000 of those came from China. Um, I, I understand where they're going with this, and I think it's great that we're concerning ourselves with things like, you know, where flags are made. I think it's great. But let's 
tackle gas prices and inflation, guys. Maybe we could do that first. I think there's other bigger fish to fry as they speak going on right now. And we'll get to the American flag issue. <sighs> Unbelievable. This is That Is Your Trifecta, brought to you by JNL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. You're kicking the classic coming up. Just a young gun with the quick feet. Uga Brewing Company and Good Karma Brands. Listen, learn. Talk, talk. Talking about farts, candy corn, and twaddles can win you first place. If only my middle school teachers could see me now. What? 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 It's the 95X Morning Show. All right, let's get to it. Time for us to talk weather. Our weather brought to you by Menards. Saving big money is always easy when you're shopping at Menards. Yep, absolutely. Getting ready for the rest of the summertime, right? Maybe taking care of some home improvement things, some stuff outside, gardening or landscaping. They got you covered at Menards. Michael Carroll filling in for Jennifer today. Michael, first of all, do we know how Jennifer did with her surgery? I haven't heard. No. Nope. Yeah, I'm gonna have to send her a I'm gonna have to send her a Facebook message and find out how she's doing. Hopefully Indeed. hopefully everything uh, everything went good. Um Let's talk a little bit about it. We enjoyed the nicest weekend we could have possibly had this past weekend here in our neck of the woods. I think up by you guys, I saw, though, that there were some some heat advisories going on over the weekend. Yeah, even in some excessive heat warnings, we were kind of right on the eastern edge of that heat dome yesterday, and that heat dome looks to shift eastward here for today. So we ourselves here are going to get in on the heat action here across the southern Wisconsin. The dew points also starting to increase out there for today. Currently still in the comfortable range humidity-wise yet this morning, but yeah, dew points creeping back up into the 60s by this afternoon, so humidity becoming more noticeable out there later on today. And temperature is definitely much warmer compared to yesterday, working up to highs in the lower 90s by this afternoon. Bit of a south to southwesterly breeze increasing to 10 to 15 miles per hour. And then for tonight, clear but muggy overnight lows only dropping back into the lower part of the 70s. Our hottest day of the remainder of the work week looking to be Tuesday with actual high temperatures working up to around 94 degrees, but combined with the higher humidity there for tomorrow, heat index values by the afternoon approaching the lower 100s, southwesterly winds to around 5 to 15 miles per hour. Then a weak cold frontal boundary works on through for Tuesday night, giving us a chance for some hit-or-miss type showers and storms there. Lows dropping back into the upper 60s, and then not nearly as hot behind that front for your Wednesday. We're uh, easing back to a high near 84 degrees there midweek with lots of sunshine making a return. Thursday still looking decent with abundant sunshine, those highs reaching 84 degrees. And then an unsettled stretch of weather for Friday and into your Saturday with a chance for some showers and storms there. Friday's highs climbing back up to 87, mid-80s for high temperatures then on Saturday. And then I think any lingering showers and storms, if they are still across the region, will end very early in the day on Sunday with some comfortable air returning as well. Sunday's highs back into the upper part of the 70s. For the Weatherology Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Michael Caro. So, Michael, we, we've got uh, two days here, then, of, yeah. of very hot conditions. Um, those, we, what do you think, between the two days, what do you think is going to be possibly the highest temperature we would see? 
Yeah, the highest temperature I think will be, com- be coming there for your Tuesday, uh, 94, possibly as high as 95, but we're going to have those dew points in the upper 60s to lower 70 Ooh. degree range. So yeah, those feels like temperatures more like the lower 100s tomorrow. Today, we're going to be not too far away from that temperature-wise, forecasting a high of 92, but the dew points will be closer to the mid-60s for today, so not quite quite as high as uh, with those heat index values this afternoon. But yeah, Tuesday, your first day of summer, how appropriate will be our hottest day this week. Yeah, that makes absolutely absolute sense, doesn't it? It certainly does. Hey, Michael, thank you so much for the weather update, and we'll catch up with you later on this morning. Talk to you then. All right, Michael Carroll with a look at the weather today. Again, brought to you by Menards. In sports, Victor Caratini and Hunter Refro each went yard for the Milwaukee. 95X. Let's head back over to that Daily Dodge News Center, get this local news update. Once again, here's the ninja, Justin Wilski. Hey, 14-year-old's body was recovered from a pond in Jefferson County yesterday morning. The young male swimmer went under the water just before 7 p.m. Saturday at Nature's Villa in the town of Sullivan and could not be located. A number of fire and EMS agencies, including from Beaverdam and Watertown, aided in the search until nightfall conditions set in. The search resumed yesterday morning, and the boy's body was found around 8.30 a.m. Watertown Regional Medical Center has become a transfer center for nearby hospitals over the last year. Watertown hospital officials say they have added several services dedicated to providing a higher level of care, such as 24-7 heart attack care, robotic-assisted surgery, and EICU technology. Since then, an increased number of ambulances have been rerouted while the facility just recently accepted its first hospital-to-hospital transfer via helicopter. Watertown Regional Medical Center CEO Richard Keddington called it a remarkable achievement. And finally, a Waupon High School senior recently received a national distinction. Cameron Picorni was named a 2022 U.S. Presidential Scholar. He joins three others from Wisconsin and 157 seniors nationally who were recognized in academics, the arts, and career and technical education fields. Picorni was named a U.S. Presidential Scholar in Career and Technical Education. The U.S. Presidential Scholars Program, established in 1964, recognizes and honors the nation's most distinguished graduating high school seniors. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Uh, so we've we've heard of people that have had different types of addictions in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, when I say the word addiction, the first thing that people are going to think of is going to be drugs, right? Or maybe Very alcohol. far beyond that, but yeah, those are definitely the ones that are considered the most harmful. Right. But there are other addictions out there that can be harmful as well, maybe not to the extent of drugs, but still something that is not good. Uh-huh. Take, for example, 41-year-old Andy Curry, who lives in Wales. He's finally, finally kicked his addiction. Um, he's been hooked for 20 years. And now he's finally, through hypnosis, been able to kick his habit. Okay. It was costing him $700 a month. I want you to think about that number. $700 a, big number. a month. I mean, that's, that's, for some people, that's their rent every month. Right, right. Andy was addicted to Pepsi. Really? He got hooked on it 20 years ago, and he's been drinking it all day, every day, ever since then. He works at a grocery store, so obviously he had easy access. Until recently, he drank up to... 10 liters of Pepsi wow. a day. 
He says he was spending around $8,600 a year just on Pepsi. That's roughly $25 a day he was spending on Pepsi. Over the course of the last 20 years, he figures it's about $170,000. Pepsi probably is going to miss it. Their their quarterly reports are probably going to drop from this. He realized he needed help when his weight kept ticking up and up, and he passed the 250-pound mark. His doctor was also worried about diabetes. The 220,000 cans of Pepsi he's had contained, he had contained the equivalent of about 7 million sugar cubes. Recently saw a hyp- hypnotist. Says they knocked it out in a single session. Wow. He's not sure what they did, but he didn't want Pepsi after that. It wasn't even in person. He did it over Zoom. <laughs> after their session... He drank his first glass of water in 20 years and now has not gone back. By the way, surprise, surprise, he's dropped 40 pounds and he says he feels really good. Yeah, imagine that. Wow. You you were a big soda drinker at one point, right? I was, yeah. There was a point in time uh, back when me and my wife first got together uh, and pre that where... I was a pretty active guy, but I was also drinking about a case of Coke every day. Unbelievable. Um, which, you know, that was pricey, not to the level this guy was right. spending. But, but still. Uh, yeah. And definitely was not healthy. And now I'm a can a day at most, sometimes a can every other day. Um, and obviously, water is a huge part of what I do now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, 20 years on Pepsi. Oof. Yeah, and when you think about the amount of cans he drank, I mean, you're you're talking two hundred and twenty thousand cans of Pepsi. That's that's absolutely crazy. That is insane, man. That is insane. You know what though? We all we always talk about all the preservatives that they put in food, and they can be bad for you. Yeah. That's why when you go and dine at Great Harvest in downtown Beaver Dam, oh, you yeah. don't have to worry about that, right? No, you don't. You know, I mean, Great Harvest starts, they, they do what everybody should be doing. They start with the basics. They get grain, mm-hmm. like grain from the Golden Triangle. This is like really good grain. Absolutely. They bring it into Beaver Dam. They grind it. They make their own flour. And then they make all of their great stuff off of that. So whether it's their breads, whether it's their muffins, whether it's their brownies, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. it always starts with the same basic ingredient, fresh ground flour. And of course, the amount of different breads and different things that they make on a weekly basis has become so big that they actually have to designate days of the week. Yeah, they have that to schedule their right. bakery. That's they amazing. They have to schedule their bakery because so much of their stuff is in high demand. But they can only do it on certain days because they've got to keep all the other stuff on the shelves as well. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see a complete rundown of everything that Great Harvest does, just go to their website, uh, greatharvestbeaverdam.com, and you can see a complete rundown of all the different things that they bake on a daily basis. Great Harvest Bakery, it is great bakery. Yes. I mean, I like the word harvest. I'm not saying that. But plain and simple, it's just great bakery. And don't forget to try their sandwich of the month. Don't forget that right now up until 10 o'clock in the morning, they're doing free coffee with every purchase. Great Harvest Bakery, downtown Beaver Dam. All right, we'll be back uh, with our Kick It A Classic coming up in just a little bit. It was a gigantic hit for a different singer years before. But 
When you're really popular and when your career is going really, 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 really well, it gives you the opportunity to maybe do some cover songs and have it such a big hit that all of a sudden it enters the charts. I think we saw that, we've seen that on a number of occasions with different songs that have been covered by other people. One of the ones that comes to my mind was uh, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on You. Remember? Elton John, big hit for him. And then George Michael redid it. But then he brought Elton John uh, live on stage in front of everybody and nobody was expecting it. Ladies and gentlemen, Elton John, everybody went crazy. It's a big hit for George Michael. Well, the same can be said about this particular song. Because it was this day, back in 1992, that the single in question went number one. And it was her sixth number one. And once again, this song was top of the charts back in 1992. From the 95X Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, this is the Kickin' It Classic. It's the Kickin' It Classic on the 95X Morning Show. There it is. You're kicking a classic from 1992 this day. What's on your mind? I have some news I want to share. Want to hear it? Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great, good news. That's good news. Great. That is good news. Good news. Let's hear it. I always like to hear a little uh, good news in the morning, right? Always makes uh, things sound good. Always look forward to things happening. Well... Got a couple of them for you this morning. I gotta find where I put that because there was a it was a situation with a car, and we had a 17 year old boy become a hero. Became a hero after a car, a girl was parked by a um, large body of water, and it would sound like a, a pretty steep uh, drop into the water. And I don't mean like the car fell a long time, but I'm saying that the the water right at the water's edge was really deep. And she accidentally hit the gas instead of the brake, and her car lurched forward and went into the water. And luckily, there was a young 17-year-old man there to save her life. Uh, here's the young man and the youngsters, uh, the individual that was saved's father. She was banging on the door, banging on the window, trying to break the window, of course. A wave made the, the nose of the car go deeper into the water, which helped the back get free. We opened the back up, and she was able to, to escape through the back. He jumped out of his car and jumped in. And because of that, my daughter is A, alive, and A, not really harmed. doesn't matter who it was. I couldn't watch anybody suffer in front of me. The crazy thing about it was, this was on Long Island. The young man that you just heard's name is Anthony uh, Zorgo. And the man that you heard was the father of the young girl. Now, the 17-year-old girl and the 17-year-old guy both went to the same school. They're classmates, but they didn't know each other. That is, until now. Now they know each other. And uh, obviously, probably going to get maybe a little closer after that incident. Well, this is a really cool story out of New York. Um, New Yorkers of all age can now treat themselves to a brand new book. The New York Public Library has announced that it will give away, get this one, 500,000 books to city residents to keep as part of the Summer of Library program. Its goal is to help kids, teens, adults build their home libraries as well, keep youth productive throughout the summer 
break. The books are available at any of the library's 92 locations in Manhattan, the Bronx, Staten Island. Some locations will even offer Spanish, Chinese, and large print books. That is fantastic. Let's get more and more kids out there the opportunity to read. By the way, another piece of good news is going to be what's going on this week. The Good Karma Brands, John Moser, Children's Radiothon. Um, we've got a very special night on on Wednesday night out of the Bayside Supper Club. You'll see us radio station folks out there helping with a spaghetti dinner. Uh, looking forward to doing that. I believe we start at like 4 o'clock till like 7, somewhere around there. We'll get you more details, obviously, as the week goes by. But a, a big thanks to uh, Mike and the crew out at uh, Bayside for putting that all together. And then, of course, the big day is Thursday. And we are going to kick things off at 6 a.m. with our auctions. We'll start off on Thursday morning at 6 a.m. And we'll be auctioning off a ton of of fantastic items. So make sure you tune in and make sure you be part of the big event. And along the way, we'll also have the Brat Fry taking place, right? Uh, the Brat Fry will be in the tower parking lot behind American Bank. And just a reminder, folks, because Spring Street is ripped up, South Spring Street is ripped up, you're not going to be able to get there maybe the way you normally would. You can still get to the Brat Fry through the parking lot. You just have to come in on Mill Street. All right, so on the back side of the parking lot and then drive all the way forward. Or maybe go for a nice walk. You got uh, plenty of ways to get to the uh, backyard area at American Bank. And again, that broad fry will take place this Thursday and will go from 11 until 1. Uh, Johnsonville brought and a soda for a dollar fifty, and then we uh, repeat that same process of a Johnsonville brought for a dollar fifty, along with a soda, coming up on uh, Friday when we head over to Columbus for the first time this year, over to Countryside Ford. So yeah, it's going to be a super busy week for us, um, and a good news week with the Good Karma Brands John Moser Children's Radiothon. It's an event that everybody looks forward to, and it's one that we're excited. And you know, one of the things that uh, we're Super excited about again this year is the charities, the folks that are involved, the people that are going to be, um, you know, getting the money after all is said and done. The folks that we distribute the money to, they're going to be part of it. And you'll hear about their story as well, which is a very cool thing. So a lot of fun stuff to look forward to this week. In sports, Victor Caratini and Hunter Refro each went yard for the Milwaukee Brewers yesterday as the crew took care of the Reds 6-3. The Brewers have won their last three games in a row. Elsewhere in the MLB, it was Washington 9-3 over Philly. Baltimore takes care of Tampa Bay 2-1. The Red Sox over the Cardinals 6-4. Pittsburgh 4-3 over San Francisco. Toronto edges the Yankees 10-9. It was Detroit 7-3 over Texas. Atlanta shuts out the Cubs 6-0. It was my Miami 6-2 over the Mets. Colorado 8-3 over San Diego. The A's over Kansas City 4-0. The Angels 4-0 over Seattle. Houston 4-3 over the White Sox. Arizona 7-1 over the Twins. And the Cleveland Guardians beat the Dodgers by the score of 5-3. 
The Beaver Dam Post 146 White Construction 16U team went 4-0 to win the Stevens Point Tournament this past weekend. Post 146 took first with a 4-3 win over Appleton in the championship game. Braden Strahota's sack bunt in the bottom of the seventh earned the walk-off win for Beaver Dam in the title game. And Wapan Post 210 Varsity Baseball team went 3-0 to win their home tournament this weekend by defeating Fort Atkinson 10-1. Berlin Watoma 10 nothing and Shano 7 to 1. That is a look at sports. I'm from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios streaming live on dailydodge.com. This is 95X. You know, I've been talking about the Good Karma Brands John Moser Children's Radiothon and one of the things that's going on right now that is a fundraiser as part of this right now through the 22nd McCallum Pet Expo is donating $1 from each bag of dog and cat food right to the Good Karma Brands John Moser Children's Radiothon. That's amazing. So many people have stepped forward with things like this. You know, a portion of this, a portion of that. It's been absolutely phenomenal. McCallum Pet Expo is family-owned and operated, conveniently located south of Highway 33, the edge of Horicon. Shop a large selection of pet food. Taste the wild American natural native and Kent pet food. And now through the 22nd with that donation to this year's Good Karma Brands John Moser Children's Radiothon. I think it's fantastic how many of those we're starting to see. Those, oh, yeah. Th- those, I mean, all the different fundraisers yeah. going on. Yeah. I mean. It's been incredible. Well, yeah. And I think that ultimately, that was what we were hoping for. Yeah. I mean, Pave just had their uh, Carnival fundraiser on Saturday. Exactly. Uh, Wednesdays over at the Beaverdam Farmer's Market, the folks from Bright Futures of Wisconsin and Clothes for Kids, they get together and they sell root beer floats. And you know what's weird? Yes, delicious. It's it's crazy because so many times you're like, oh, they sell root beer floats. Oh, that's that's nice. Or, oh, Nate's got his lemonade stand. And, oh, there's a walk. And then all of a sudden... You start hearing about where everything, how the totals are, mm-hmm. and how they fit into what our fundraising is, and it's two hundred dollars here, five hundred here, a thousand here, twenty dollars here, fifty, a hundred, and it's all over. And you go, oh, a little here, a little there, and all of a sudden you look at the total, you go, wow, yeah. Amazing. It's, it's like uh, holding out a huge bucket and getting uh, a sprinkling of ants, and you only have a couple ants. And then by like the end of the week, you have a full bucket full of ants. So you got a whole colony right there. Right. And maybe even some uncles. And maybe an uncle or Man. two. Yeah. How was, how was uh, Father's Day weekend for you guys? It was really pleasant. It was nice. What'd you do with your dad? Uh, watched The Mule uh, with Clint Eastwood. Yesterday. Oh. oh, that's the movie yeah. about the drug running, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty good. So that was all you did with your dad? Was watch a movie? Uh, I know, hung out with him throughout the weekend a little bit here and there. But, you know, he did what he wanted to do and hung out with the boys and, uh, yeah, had a good time. I was uh, telling everybody that, if for me, it was like, it was the best weekend of the year. Well, yesterday had to be, like, the best Sunday I think of the year by far, weather-wise. But I mean, not just weather-wise, but just just as far as activities. Um, my son-in-law asked me and his dad to go for a bike ride on yes. Saturday, and so went for a twenty-five mile bike ride. And then um, he said, "Hey, let's get cleaned up, and I'm going to take you guys out for a beer." Mm. So he took us out for a, that was really cool. 
Yeah. Um, had lunch together. And then yesterday, obviously, you know, with Father's Day, and we celebrated my wife's birthday, too. Oh. Uh, we always celebrate the two together because her birthday always falls, like, within a day or two of uh, Father's Day. So it was uh, it was a, just a perfect day. Mm-hmm. Just beautiful to be outside. Yeah, you couldn't write a better day. No. And now we got to get ready because it is going to get really hot for the next two days. Oh, uh, man, things literally heating up right before the radio thought. Right, yeah. They are I talk- like the symbol- I, uh, symbolism. I asked, I asked Michael Caro, who's filling in for Jennifer, we got to check in with Jennifer and find out how oh, she yeah, did she with her. Oh, yeah, she surgery. Yeah, she had her uh, wisdom teeth surgery this weekend, yeah. so I should probably send her a message. Um, but I was talking to Michael about this, and he said, yet, I said, what of the two days... What's going to be the hottest temperature that we can expect? He said, for the most part, it looks like Tuesday mm. is going to be the hottest of the two days. He said, look for a high of probably 94 to 95. However, throw on top of there humidity levels of around 70%. Ooh, okay. And you are looking at feels like temperatures of 105 Ah, so yay! That's fun. Today and tomorrow are going to be hot and humid and sticky. Tomorrow being a little worse of the two. Okay. So, but anyways, we'll we'll somehow get through it, right? Somehow we'll we'll sure. figure out and we'll get through it. Lots of deodorant, that's for sure. Yeah, probably going to have to use lots of that kind of stuff. I saw something. I I did not bring this up on our news, um, our trifecta this morning. I was going to, and I thought, eh, maybe I'll just wait. Um, Man, horrible. This is one of those this is one of those incidents where I think I've thought about in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, have you have you ever ridden a subway? Um, yeah, I've been on a subway. Okay. Yeah. And one of the things that you notice about riding a subway is the doors open up mm-hmm. and you get on and then boop, they close. Yes. And you see people like just jumping on last yeah, second. Just barely making barely it. making yeah. it. Well, 37-year-old Marcus Bryant was getting off a train at Brooklyn Station over the weekend. I should say last Wednesday. And his pants and possibly his foot both got stuck in the door. Oh, no. The train dragged him across the platform until he was thrown onto the track shortly before another train arrived wasn't immediately clear whether the second train was what hit him and killed him, but he did die later at hospital with severe injuries. Protocols are in place to prevent such a thing from happening. For one thing, subway conductors who sit in the middle of the trains and operate the doors are supposed to get an all-clear from light indicators when it's safe to start moving. They're also supposed to poke their heads out the cabin windows to check for passengers who might be entangled. I rode subways a lot when I was in New York. I've never seen that happen. Now, here it says it was a train. Mm. So it could have been like the train that goes from... There, there are trains that run from, like, New York City to, to Jersey. Mm-hmm. And those I'm not sure about. But I know the subways, it's, it's just like when you're in the airport. And I know the Tampa airport is the one I think of, because I've been there quite a few times, is you arrive at the airport, and then you've got to go down this little tram subway thing yes. that takes yeah. you from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Right, and those doors, they just open and close whenever they want. Yeah, and I'm thinking about how many times I wonder if people have been caught up in those doors. So 
I'm thinking probably it happens, or it's happened more than once. Yeah, trains are pretty frightening. It kind of brings to mind that one story we had, I think, last year in India of that like woman and child that fell down into the track, and the train was coming, and one of the guys that worked there ran down and barely got them both out before the train came. Oh, what, did do, you, he, do you remember that video? Like, I, he barely got them yeah. out there and, and saved his own skin. Right, and we just had the story last week of the man that um, got into a fight with somebody on the, on the platform, train platform in, like, Chicago, and took a swing at somebody and missed. And when he swung and missed, he fell off the platform onto the electric rail. Oh, I did not see that. And a bystander, a young man, jumped down grabbed him even the entire time getting electricity through him yeah pulled the guy off of the train track got him back up on the platform and then did cpr to save the man's life wow that's insane and didn't we have another story of somebody that fell down in between the tracks and the train was coming and the guy and the guy jumped down and knew he couldn't get him down knew he couldn't get him off the track so he tucked his arms and legs in and laid on top of him when the train went over. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't think you could, you could stack two bodies underneath a train like yeah, that. Yeah, he somehow was able to do it and save the person's life. This is an interesting thing. This happened to uh, a family uh, in a Whistler, too. Whistler, Canada last week. It's a mom and a dad and, a little, and their, their little son out for a hike when they realized there was a stranger that was trying to join their party. This is this is the actual audio. Listen to this once. Okay, he's following you, babe. Do not run. Hey, bear! Go home! Go! Don't run. Do not run. Can we play dead yet? Hey! Can we play dead now? Walk faster, please. Why? Following us. Following us up the trail. Hey! He wanted to see a bear. So they, they uh, went out for a hike, and they saw a bear was following them, was stalking them on the trail. Yeah. And they knew not to run, but you heard the little boy twice ask, can we play dead now? Can we play dead now? <laughs> oh, man. It was about like nine days ago, there was another video of uh, like a group in Alaska. They were filming grizzly bears, and they're by the side of a river, and they see a bear, and it's slowly coming up to them, and finally, like the guy who's leading the group... He's got his, like, magnum in hand. He's like, okay, get behind me. Get behind me right now. And he's trying to, brr, brr. Okay, raise your arms behind me. And there's, like, three of them, like, raising their arms and basically yelling at this grizzly bear that keeps coming up for them, scared off, and finally gets scared off. But, yeah, you gotta you got to take that really seriously. So he, they, the bear finally did back away. They huh? finally backed away, but it took a lot, of, a lot of coaxing to scare it off. Jeez. Well, you know what is their territory? Yeah, right. At the end of the day, it is their it is their land, right? And I think we continually forget about that. They're there to see the bear, right? I was just telling uh, Thomas I played a cut uh, clip from a family that was out in um, Canada for a hike, right? Um, a mom, a dad, and a little son, and a bear started stalking them on the trail, and they started yelling at the bear, and the mom kept on telling the boy, little boy, "Don't run, don't run, don't run!" And twice you can hear the kid say, "Can we play dead now?" Can we play dead now? <laughs> so for him, it was all a game. Right. You know, it was all like, ah, this is kind of cool. Well, it kind of worked worked out for uh, DiCaprio, sort of. Yeah, in a way. And until he started stabbing the bear. Right. But. Yeah. No, I. We had that story a, a couple of weeks ago about there's a small percentage, like six percent of uh, guys think that they could fight hand to hand a grizzly bear and win. Yeah. 
And <laughs> I it's the quickest way to diminish six percent of the male population, right? Right. There. Yeah. I, I don't well, I don't think it's possible to fight hand to hand against a bear and win. And I mean, I, I grew up with watching Grizzly Adams. Sure. And you see that, and you see him with his bear friend, and the way he hugs him and everything, and you're like, oh, I want that. But yeah. then in all reality, you're like, that's an animal who just is one bad day away from being like, now you're lunch. Right, exactly. Hi, you're yeah. on the uh, Hometown Glass Improvement Hotline. Hello? Try it again. Hello. Hi there, you're on the 95X Hotline. Morning, guys. Just wanted to uh, wish you, Rick, and you, Ninja, a happy late Father's Day. Well, thank, oh, you. thank you. Thanks, Tyler. And and you should you should maybe uh, do the same to Thomas because he doesn't know for sure. I I am <laughs> definitely not a father. You are definitely not a father. I can say that. I'm a uh, godfather to my nephew. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I think I think Thomas is waiting to become a godfather. Yeah. Is there a Godfather's Day in the calendar? When do we celebrate that? It's going to be an offer you can't refuse. That's <laughs> can't what kind wait. of it is. Thanks, Tyler. You have yourself a good day. Don't bring your horse. You too, to the guys. Bye bye. See you, Tyler. So. Talk soon. Yeah, you're not. You're not. A, you're not even an uncle yet, are you? No. Yeah, an uncle. You're not. A, are you a godfather? Any any friends? Kid? Nope. Do you I'm think? I'm not a godfather. I'm not an uncle. Do you have any friends that have kids? <laughs> uh, not ye- like close friends, like my immediate. Yeah, friend like your like your close friends. Yeah, like, I got like high school friends. Yeah, but like my intimate high school friend group. Uh, one of them soon will be a father. Okay. Taking like a couple months actually. What would your response be if they asked you to be a godfather to that to a child? Would you be yes, or would you be like, yeah, not really my You game. know what you're getting your son into, yeah. right? Right, right. It's one of those, yeah. did you think this through? Right. That's kind of what I was thinking. You do have other choices. You realize <laughs> <laughs> What's your backup plan, right? Yeah. yeah. What's, what is your backup in this situation? Uh, by the way, guys, coming up on Friday, we were talking about how busy of a week it is for us. Mm-hmm. The one thing I want you to leave time for is on Friday. Because Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells is going to have you cruise in the Dells. They're giving away a 2022 Chevy Silverado this Friday. This Friday. The Cruise in the Dells giveaway is going on. They're going to have rewards play. They're going to be giving away all day long. They're going to be giving away cash. And, of course, the big prize is that 2022 Chevy Silverado. That's a nice prize. That could be fun. So get over to Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells. That's just one of many fun promotions that they've got going on. Check them out. Ho-Chunk, Wisconsin Dells. Find them on the web and on their Facebook page. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells studio, this is today's best music. 95. Going to talk a little weather this morning with Michael Caro, who's filling in for Jennifer. As we mentioned, uh, Jennifer had her big wisdom teeth extraction Ooh. on Saturday and I've got a I got to send a message to her to find out how she's doing. This might be early in the day to send it off to Jennifer though. Yeah, she might have been she might be sleeping in. Hope so. Michael, how's your wisdom teeth these days? Um, I think I had them out when I was in my early 20s if I remember correctly. Yeah, I had mine out. I was like 18 years old when I had mine okay. out. All four of them out in about a half an hour. Mm-hmm. Done. Yeah. I was lucky. I was lucky. I had lots of room in my mouth because I had four teeth pulled to get my braces when I was in seventh grade. Mm. And so when the wisdom teeth came in, for me, they all came in perfect, straight, like real teeth. But then they got cavities, and the the dentist is like, you don't need to keep these. They're extra teeth. 
Yeah. I was nervous mm-hmm. about it. I heard all these horror stories about wisdom teeth. I rode my bike to the oral surgeon's office. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Not surprised. I rode my bike to the oral surgeon's office, and an hour after being there, I was on my bike going home to eat lunch. I lucked out with wisdom teeth. Yeah. Nice. How many of you would want like the shark's ability to regrow teeth? Like adult teeth over over your lifetime. Oh, you mean if you knock one out or something? Yeah, just make just keep going w- back. I think that that would be a cool ability to have. Yeah. But then again, I also think the same thing like being Deadpool, and you know you like you get well, an injury. That's like the next step, yeah. Right, you get, you get an injury, and all of a sudden, within a couple of minutes, it just heals yeah. up. That'd be pretty. As cool. long as I don't also have to go through life looking like an avocado. Yeah, which would be fine. Yeah. True. Yeah, very true. Still wouldn't want to be torn in half by the juggernaut, but... Michael, I understand that you guys up in the Twin Cities have had to deal with the excessive heat that we're going to be seeing over the next couple of days, right? Indeed. We managed to hit a high of 98 out there yesterday. So, yeah, downright hot and dangerously so out there yesterday here in the Twin Cities. We're getting in on the heat action closer to our neck of the woods the next couple of days. For today, we'll stick closer to the lower 90s for highs by this afternoon. Also, those dew points climbing up into the mid-60 degree range. So the heat index values by this afternoon will be closer to the middle to upper 90s out there. Winds out of the southwest at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Staying quite muggy overnight tonight under mostly clear skies. Low temperatures dropping back into the lower 70s. And then into your Tuesday, your first day of summer, how appropriate will be the hottest day of the remainder of this work week. Actual highs up to 94. Heat index values, though, approaching 100 degrees there for tomorrow. A weak cold frontal boundary works in from the west then Tuesday night, giving us a very slight chance for some isolated showers and storms. Lows dropping back to 67, but more importantly, bringing in some less hot conditions in the wake of that front on Wednesday. We'll ease back to a high of 84 degrees with lots of sunshine making a return. Still not too bad temperature-wise on Thursday, up to the mid-80s for highs with abundant sunshine. Another opportunity for some showers and storms then for Friday and into your Saturday as a stronger cold front works in from the west. Friday working up to 87, mid-80s Saturday, and then back to some very comfortable upper 70s by Sunday. Hey, Michael, hang around because we've got five random facts, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. This is Five Random Facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Yeah, he's just saying random words. On the 95X Morning Show. All right, here we go. I love this first random fact because this sounds oh so United Kingdom. Back in 2007... Scotland decided that they needed a new national slogan. So they spent $150,000 on marketing and research to come up with their brand new national slogan. And they finally did it, everybody. The result? Welcome to Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not making this up. That was their... That's brilliant. Yeah. So when... One one thing to follow up on that, when we were in England back in 2004, we were taking a uh, Thames River cruise. Yeah. And the uh, the guy was there, you know, saying, this is you're going to see this on your right, you're going to see this on your left, blah, blah, blah. And he told two stories that were really interesting. One, he's, he pointed to the, the uh, building, this new fancy-looking modern building. He said, that is City Hall. But here in uh, London... 
they did not want to refer to it in, as City Hall. So they spent hmm. half a million dollars in research and worked hard to come up with a different name, something that would really pop so people would know exactly what that building was. And a lot of things were discussed, and they settled in on City Hall. <laughs> well, research they, really paid off there. Right. Then he was talking about when, uh, during World War II, there was this uh, very, very old bridge that was a historic landmark. And historians were afraid that the Germans, during their raids over Great Britain, were going to bomb it and blow it up. And they were like, it is a huge part of history. We want to make sure it is safe. So they painstakingly took the bridge brick by brick apart. (laughs) And then put it all in crates and put it in a warehouse. And what do you suppose the Germans bombed? (laughs) The warehouse. The warehouse. (laughs) Sounds about right. Anyways, random fact number two, Charlie Chaplin's original career plans were to be a hog farmer in Arkansas. But when he found out he'd have to castorate the hogs, he instead decided to go into show business. Well, I guess something's got to drive you to Hollywood. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or else, I mean, the the whole situation could just drive you nuts. Um, Oh. The only... Random fact number three, the only mammals that can fly bats. are bats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, think about that. Now, b- people think about uh, sugar gliders right. and flying squirrels, but they really can't fly. No, they just glide. Th- they just glide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is still a pretty cool thing to be able to it do. It is pretty cool. To have one of those kind of wind suits out, those wing suits, and just oh, jump. Yeah. Um, random fact number four, a man has a 50% chance of having male pattern baldness by the time he's 50. Hmm. By the time he gets to 50. So, all of us might be looking at that by the time we're 50, Ninja. Yeah, look how early I started. Boy, oh boy. Is your dad bald? He is. No, my brother, full head of hair. Really? Uh, I think that comes you... from your grandpa on your mom's side, doesn't it? That's what doesn't I heard your too. Hair, yeah. Doesn't a man's hair actually come from his grandfather on the mother's side? I think that's what Uh-oh. they say, yeah, Good genetically. Why do you say, uh-oh, Thomas? I'm just thinking back to my mom's grandfather. No, your mom's dad. Oh. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Why, you got Doesn't it Doesn't get any better, huh? Oh, I better enjoy it while I can. All right. How about you, Michael? You going to be in good shape? Uh, no, I've already got a little bit receding, but I do use Rogaine on top, so I got all my top hair. So. <laughs> does that yeah. work? Oh, uh, yeah, on the top it does. Okay. It doesn't really do much for the receding, unfortunately. Okay. No. All right. Yeah. But it works on the top part. I guess yep. that's that's a good thing to hear. Uh, and random fact number five, two of Santa's reindeer had name changes. If you go back to the original A Visit from St. Nicholas, Donner and Blitzen were originally called Dunder and Bixum. Hmm. Hmm. Why the change? They were eventually changed from Dutch to German. Donner and Blitzen mean thunder and lightning. Interesting. And there you have it. Oh, wow. I I love the fact that we're six months away from Christmas, and we still have a Christmas (laughs) fact today. You know who would love that? Jennifer would love that. Yeah, I bet she would. The Michael Buble gal. (laughs) Right, exactly. Exactly. Hey, Michael, thanks for the great uh, job on the weather today, and we'll catch up with you again soon. Talk to you tomorrow. All right, Michael. There's Michael Carroll. Who do you think would win in a battle, Santa Claus or Odin? 
Oh, come on. Yeah, I mean, Odin, hands down. Right. What? You guys are just going to just throw Santa under the sleigh on this one? I don't yeah. think Santa Claus... What's he getting? He's a lover, not a bag and pulls out a super soaker? You know, that's right. not enough. Yeah, okay, he's got a magical bag. He can throw out any sort of toy or gadget he wants. He can transport himself basically anywhere around the world in one night. I mean, if we base it on him pulling out toys, I mean, what, the most thing he's gonna, dangerous thing he's going to pull out is what? Lawn darts? Well, no, 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 Ninja. <laughs> yeah, I think what, I think what yeah, Thomas is saying. pretty dangerous. No, I think what Thomas <laughs> is saying is, you know, Odin is going to get mad at Santa Claus, and then Santa Claus gives him something, he's like, oh, I always wanted this toy when I was a little boy, and now you've yeah. given it to me. Let's be best friends. That's what you're thinking. And then it turns mm-hmm. out to be a port key into the Phantom Zone or something like that. Then all of a yeah, sudden, they're yeah. teaming up. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Could you imagine? Santa and Odin are on the same team now. Two great beards coming at you. Oh. Right. Right. I hope Disney jumps on this. <laughs> and then, then uh, Santa says, Odin, you've been such a good boy most of the year. What would you like Santa to bring you? Well, would you like a new I've eye? Got a, I've got an eye on something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Love it. We're going That's the awesome. We're going the same uh. direction. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Are you that's guys gonna beautiful. watch the? Gonna, gonna go see the new Thor when it comes out? Oh, of course. It looks is that, absolutely is that July amazing. 9th, seventh. It's so. in July. It's yeah. beginning of July. Beginning of July. It's the first Marvel movie to get a PG rating. Yeah. Uh, for partial nudity. And that's because uh, Chris Hemsworth is partially nude. Yeah, he gets to show off the glutes he's been working so hard on. Right. Dude is put together. He he really is. Yeah, he is. Uh, I got a little bit of a crush on that guy, I got to say. Oh, yeah. Who does A little bit. A little bit. Plus, I like his character, mm-hmm. Thor, who's kind of goofy at times. Like, duh. Probably you know, the character who has had the most development from beginning to end. Yes. Yeah, because at first it was, I'm Thor, this is my hammer. And then all of a sudden, over the years, you know, he got to be, we got Fat Thor, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. Goofy Thor, but still still a bad dude, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had Light in Your Hit Theaters this weekend, too. We did, and there was uh, there were some people that were very upset about the fact that Tim Allen wasn't the voice, uh, but as we talked about, you know, it makes no sense for Tim Allen to be the voice. Because Tim Allen was the voice of a toy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Buzz Lightyear is an yeah. actual character. Correct. So that's why you have... This would have been the movie that would inspire Andy to get a Buzz Lightyear toy. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, anyways, I, I've not seen it. I don't know. I probably will at some point. Um, speaking of that, Ms. Marvel is the newest yes. thing on Disney. Yes. And it has not done well in the ratings. Or in in the viewership, I, I thought mean. that's uh, on track to be one of their more popular shows. It's not hitting where they're expecting it to hit, as far as demographic, for sure. Right, okay. right. It, because I think Ninja, if I'm right here, anybody that is a, a Marvel fan, they thought they would snag and, and reel in. Right. And I think a lot of Marvel fans kind of took a step back and said, eh, this is kind of more of a kiddie thing. She's not as well known of a superhero for a lot of people. It's a little confusing there. Um, but really, the key thing that's, I think, drawing people away from it is it does come across a little Disney Channel kitty yes. show. Yes, um, And it's not yet hitting on some of the harder stuff that Marvel normally hits on in their shows. I've watched both the episodes that have come out. Um, I love that it's kind of educational when it comes to understanding 
that she is a you know a, a Muslim superhero, right? And going into her family and the dynamic and the culture and all of that, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's going to be some twists and turns. I think people need to stick with it. But there is this interesting art style that's a little bit, you know, Disney Wizards of Waverly Place kind of huh. style that might throw a few people. Right. Yeah, yeah I'm. Uh, I, I'm not. I started to watch that Moon Moon Knight Moon Knight, mm-hmm. and just I watched four episodes of it one right. time, and I thought eventually I'm going to get into it. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. It's and, it's Indiana Jones kind of meets. I don't know if he's a superhero or not. He's he's definitely kind of the anti-villain superhero type, and that one goes in a lot of weird places in a very weird dark right. direction. As the further you get in, but this just shows that you know. Marvel is now understanding that they've reached a point where they don't need to appeal to every audience member. Right. They can appeal to certain groups. And things like uh, the new Hawkeye series they had, uh, Ms. Marvel, you know, these are things that are potentially going to lead into maybe another show with a group of people. Like another or Avengers? Movie. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the Young Avengers or, uh, you know, uh, you know, there's talk about the Thunderbolts, uh, which was another mm. group, you know, and potentially a, another Avengers movie with a whole new Avengers set. Right. And, you know, there's a lot of things kind of being set up and put in place. I wonder if um, I wonder if the if they would ever do uh, the Avengers, if they would center everything around Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, because because right. at, at this led point, teams before, because yeah. at this point right now, uh, without giving away any spoilers, there are still some pretty big core names still alive in the MCU yes. universe. Yes. You know, Thor being one of those cap mm-hmm. well, Captain America technically not cuz he aged out. Right, unless you count that now Falcon is Captain but, America. Right, right. Yes. And then of course what's going on with the Hulk, you know? Right. Well, we got She-Hulk. Is that, She-Hulk is, that is coming out. That's going to be a series. Yeah, okay. that's got to be not too far away. I'm super excited for She-Hulk. I think it's going to be funny and campy, but at the same time, I think we're going to get some great cameos from Mark Ruffalo as Hulk. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to tell a good story. Always a fan of those comics, so it would be great seeing that one come to the, yeah. Sta- yeah, the I, screen. I, uh, I'm just – I'm right now, I've got to watch the latest episode, but I'm pretty much up to speed on Obi-Wan. On, oh, I have not mm-hmm. even started. It's oh, oh, dude! Wow, it's really good. Yeah, it's really it. Again, they hit a home run with it. Yes, they've hit a home run with this one. All right. Well, we're going to get you all caught up with Ninja's news coming up next. From the Ho Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is today's best music. Ninety-five X. You're listening to the Ninety-Five X Morning Show. So wake me up. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. You morning people. <laughs> <laughs> Today's best music, 95X. We head back over to the Daily Dodge News Center for this local news update with the News Ninja brought to you by Hometown Glass and Improvement. Highway 33 east of Beaver Dam. Remember to give them a call for um, an appointment. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. Now with news, here's the Ninja. Watertown Regional Medical Center has become a transfer center for nearby hospitals. Over the last year, Watertown Hospital officials say they've added several services dedicated to providing a higher level of care, such as 24-7. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Helps get me out of bed in the morning. I listen to you when I'm driving to work. Takes the stress away. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. On 95X. 
Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys ready to make history? On the 95X Morning Show. All right, let's get to it. Today's day in, in history. 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 Uh, June 20th today. Uh, first off, uh, happy Juneteenth. That was yesterday. Yes. That was a huge day celebrating the uh, liberation of blacks in America. Yes, it is. And it, uh, I mean, today is the official holiday holiday, but tomorrow yes. or yesterday was actually the, the, the day. day. Right. Yes. Uh, uh, did you see all the flight cancellations that went on this past weekend? I did not see that. Um, what were they there related were, to? There were more flights on Friday than any other day this year. That's even more than Memorial Weekend. There wow. were more people traveling oh. for the Juneteenth three-day weekend than traveled for the Memorial Day weekend. Well, that's interesting. I wonder if that pattern continues in the future. Well, uh, with all the flights canceled, uh, you wonder. It was bad. It so was people were bad. trapped in their destinations? Or, or? or, or left later, like um, on Friday. I mean, there was cancellations Friday, Saturday, and a lot yesterday. So Man, what a headache on top of like the increased plane tickets. I know. Oish, boo. Um, let's start history today with uh, 1782. Congress adopted the Great Seal of the United States with the bald eagle clutching both an olive branch and 13 arrows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen Victoria succeeded to the British throne in 1837. That's crazy that after Queen Victoria, uh, it was King George and then it was Elizabeth, right? In terms of being on... Was it was George was George right after Victoria? I thought so. Maybe not though. Yeah, because no, 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 no. You're missing one. You're missing what was before George would have been Edward, right? Oh, remember? I okay, yeah. Because he's the one that gave. He's the one that uh, married Marsha Warfield Simpson. That remember he yeah. gave up the throne to oh, be yeah, with her. So Victoria was. Um, 1837, I think, to 1901, and then Edward, 1901 to 1910, George, 1910 to 1936. And then? And then you had George the sixth from 36 to 52, and then it was Elizabeth. Right. Okay, yeah. That's pretty cool. So the, the other George was president for, or president, was, <laughs> was king Monarch. for quite a while. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he decided he wanted to give it up because he fell in love. With I don't get that though. That doesn't make any sense. What the whole so storyline? So he there, was or? he was a he was a king. He was a single king for all that time. George the sixth. Yeah. Uh, I think so. I don't know. Because because he um, married Lady Elizabeth Bowes Lyon in nineteen twenty three. Okay, then that isn't the right one then. Then he died in 1952. Okay. That's got to be Elizabeth's mom, or dad, I should say. I, I believe so, yeah. yeah. We'll have to double-check this. Yeah, because I, all I know is, all I remember is that the, the one guy, the oldest son, was king for a really, not a long time, when he decided he wanted to marry this gal, this American gal that was... Uh, that would have been Edward, right? But he didn't want the, the throne. Right. Okay. So it went to George. Huh. Well, we have some more events happening in the 19th century. 1840, Samuel Morris sent the uh, or received the patent for the telegraph today. 
That's pretty cool. West Virginia joined the U.S. in 1863. 1893, Lizzie Borden was acquitted of the Ooh. murders of her father and stepmother. Ooh. Yeah, then who did it? Yeah. Right. 1948, Toast of the Town, a variety series hosted by Ed Sullivan, premiered on CBS, later renamed The Ed Sullivan oh, Show. Show. Yep. Oh, yeah. And Hollywood's first major summer must-see blockbuster, Jaws, opened in theaters today, 1975. 47 years. It was, everybody thought of it as a monster movie. And now, all these years later, we realize it was a masterpiece. It's a, it's a people movie. Yes, it is. I mean, that's why it's, it's so great, is because you're showing these characters as they're just kind of basically on this ship, like in the middle of the ocean. That's you're, essentially the movie. The, the characters develop. Yeah. And yes, there is a shark. Yeah. But the shark, the screen time on by the shark is not that great. Uh, no, it's not. The shark did not age particularly well. No. But, but I think the concept of the monster movie of like showing the characters and not really showing the monster so much, like you have to bend the technology to the limitations it has. Right. And all the, the, the proper use of, real proper use of movie music. Oh, my gosh. There's not a movie I can think of that does a better job than Not those. at all. Yeah. Not at all. Celebrity birthdays today. Let's go with uh, Sage the Gemini. He's a rapper. He's 30. Uh, Dreema Walker. She is uh, the blonde and don't trust the in apartment 23. Okay. Grace Potter is 39. She's uh, head of a band. Nicole Kidman's 55 today. Oh, okay. Who else is celebrating? Uh, Duran Duran's bassist, John Taylor. 62 today. Michael Anthony, Van Halen bassist and uh, backing vocalist, 68. John Goodman is 70 today. Yes, he is. Dan Connor on Roseanne, and pretty much incredible in whatever he does, yeah. especially as Walter Sobjack in The Big Lebowski. Uh, Ann Murray is 77. Brian Wilson is 80. Olympia Dukakis would have been 90. She passed uh, last year, born in 1931. John Mahoney is oh. Frazier's dad. Yep. He uh, was born in 1940. Chet Atkins, born in 1924. Martin Landau, Landau, born in 1928. And we have Liz Swan of South Beaver Dam that's got a birthday Woo! today. Happy so, birthday, Liz. Liz Swan, happy birthday to you. We're going to wrap things up with our Kick in the Classic. Coming up. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin, Dell Studio. This is today's best music. 95X. Did you know Fleet 